this is uh, Ubuntu Radio, South Africa's public diplomacy in action. And of course, joining us right now is uh, Professor Manyal from uh, the University of Johannesburg. Good morning, sir. Good morning to you and to all listeners. Reflecting on the last couple of days, what do you make of what has transpired with the summit? I think firstly, one would start by congratulating President Sir Ramaphosa and the South African government the manner in which it organized this summit. Um, this was one of the greatest tasks um, with a huge implication in all aspects of politics and the world's eyes are focused on South Africa. The summit itself, like all other summits, has dynamics in terms of countries have their own, they're pushing their own interests. However, what we had today, the breakthrough in terms of having six countries joining, it's a groundbreaking. What it means, and people are unaware of the implication. It's just like just news. This is not ordinary news. This is world order changing news, uh, in my view, because this BRICS is no longer that small elite um, members of Global South. You are having 11 BRICS members as of next year. Majority of them are oil producing countries. So what it means is that they have the power in terms of the price of oil with a huge implication. Um, they have the power to... Um, uh, Iran, for instance, is a member. And Iran is under enormous sanctions from Western countries. But within the BRICS, I think Iran will be somehow protected uh, by BRICS countries. And therefore, all the uh, issue of United States and Western countries weaponizing uh, issues of the dollar, weaponizing using sanctions, a SWIFT uh, system, uh, might really starting to come to an end. I think we shift the shift of power. But coming back to these same members that are joining, and the good news in which South Africa has played a critical role of ensuring not only Egypt, but um, Ethiopia joining as well. It's groundbreaking. We have other issues and challenges we have. For instance, the tension between Ethiopia and Egypt. If they are now both members of BRICS, it means their areas of convergence is becoming much more larger they'll have better ways of resolving some of the issues. Um, the dam question is no longer just the bilateral issue. Uh, it's going to be a multilateral. I think for Africa within and our understanding of Agenda 2063, it will be much more better for South Africa to assist in terms of bringing peace and think of energy in a much more broader, given the crisis we face at home when it comes to uh, load shedding. You allow think bigger of having a continental power grid um, and ensure that both Egypt and Ethiopia contribute to this uh, continental power grid. So th that's how you resolve important um, challenges that one face in your foreign policy. Do you think we're more likely to you know, witness another expansion next year? Chances are high there will be more countries joining. Uh, this is going to be a gradual approach, not a big bang. Um, you cannot ignore a country such as Nigeria. 
uh, the largest economy on the continent to massive number of people uh, with great potential and more to contribute to BRICS and the African continent. You can't ignore a country such as Indonesia, Malaysia, those powerful countries and you have to consider them one way or another and therefore I think looking at the manner in which they negotiated to have these six countries, chances are extremely high that on the sideline at a bilateral level, whether it's, it's, it's India, whether it's Russia or China or Brazil or South Africa, behind the scene are constantly negotiating and finding way and a pathway to ensure that these countries are brought on board. The main reason, I think, for us to backtrack a bit, the original BRICS concept was by uh, Jim O'Neill. He was talking about a BRICS, understanding it from a Western perspective, which is how big is your economy, how powerful you are, in a very elitist, individualistic, um, devoid of the people. This BRICS and the one held in South Africa, it's a brick that is people-centered. It's a much more democratic BRICS in terms of representation because you cannot have a BRICS with only five countries speaking on behalf of the global south, becoming very elitist in themselves while criticizing the global north and saying G7 and other formation are very elitist while themselves are elitist within global south. So these are contradictions. I think what you're doing, you're now expanding the, and our understanding of what BRICS, what constitute BRICS, what criteria we use uh, to have BRICS, is now having new dynam dynamism. And then I think Job Jobek BRICS um, has really given us that light of fully understanding. And then, Prof, personally, are you happy with the outcomes of this particular summit? Because we had the whole world watching us. We had a lot of people ask questions um, as to what they can expect, particularly looking at the currency and the issue about expansion. Now that it's all out there, um, are you happy with the outcomes? I'm happy. I'm extremely happy. And I must say and admit, I never thought we'll be here. I never thought we, it, it has gone beyond my own expectation. Um, I was ex for the African continent, um, I expected only one country to make it. And to see that, that President Ramaphosa has really pushed for Ethiopia as well as an additional member. Now we have three countries sitting in BRICS. That in itself, it's massive. I know there's a talk of AU being a member of G20. I mean, there's a lot of excitement around that in G20. But as much as we love AU as our, our main body for Africa's um, uh, institution of governance, AU is not a sovereign state. It's a collection of sovereignty. Decisions are not made at AU level. Um, and the power, the impact um, of AU impacting G20 is limited. It's a symbolic move. It won't have an implication as joining a platform such as uh, BRICS and as individual countries that constitute the AU. And therefore, South Africa won't speak on, on behalf of the continent on its own. It now has uh, fellow brothers and sisters um, in Egypt as well as Ethiopia and looking forward that Nigeria, a, um, number one economy on the continent with massive number of people, 
has implication in terms of bringing Nigeria on board. And perhaps when BRICS is held in Russia next year, we might hear news of Nigeria joining as well. Professor, thank you so much for your time. Most welcome. Thank you. Thank you.